the Brett Easton Ellis Podcast. I'm here with Kanye West. Right now, I'm able to talk and be here and, you know, live in L.A. and have a living and be able to get engaged to my girl because I am a successful musician currently. But if I were to write my title, like going through the airport and you have to put down what you do, I would literally write Creative Genius, except for two reasons. It's sometimes it takes too long to write that, and sometimes I spell the word genius wrong. So... <laughs> <laughs> Check out the debut episode of the Brett Easton Ellis podcast at podcastone.com, where I'm joined by Kanye West. Hey, what's up? It's Kanye. Download it now and experience it for yourself at podcastone.com. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law and Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask. Hulu's new docu-series that takes you inside the world of sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now now you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash Brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in-thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. PodcastOne.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hello, welcome back to Podcast One. That is my sexy voice. No, I actually do have like a sexy voice, but that's not. I'll tell you about that later. Um, all right, so today I have two amazing guests. We have Adrian Janik Brutzman. She's kind of a ringer, one of my best friends. Gorgeous, tall, opinionated, and amazing TV show host, movie producer, model, and mother. We also have from Top Chef Big Siege, Chris Jacobson. He's a very tall, and he has a new restaurant he's going to promote, and we're going to try to get some gossip on the Top Chef judges. I know a little myself. It's all completely gossip bloggers, so don't fucking write about it like I know exactly what I'm talking about. I just... Heard. I hate when you guys like you take something and you make it into something it's not. But I'm not hating on you. <laughs> I'm starting this podcast horribly. Hey, no, Art no, Webb. No, this is great. I'm loving this. Let's, let's call out these bloggers. Art Webb, save me. So these bloggers, they take these things and it's like the gospel to them? Yeah, I say something random or I say I heard this and it's like, well, Brandy Glanville goes as to she, under oath or something that I'm saying. I know this for a fact. I'm just making a podcast interesting and repeating random gossip that I do believe, but I don't know if it's true. This I, has got to be a gold mine for these bloggers. Oh my gosh. I, you know what's so funny is even though I can't spell shit, I, I know how to read, which is, I know, I know that's so odd that I would actually know how to read to any of you. Are you drunk right now? I know. I'm wasted. <laughs> I, I mean, I wish, I, you know what? We should do one show drunk. I actually don't drink. Oh, God. Well, no, I take that back. I do drink, but when I do, mm-hmm. I get blasted. Like, so, I'm such a lightweight. No, sense. I am too. And that's why I think if we do it after one drink, you guys will see how much we change. And then people will know 
when we're drunk or not. That's an interesting experiment, actually, because one tequila shot to each of us and we do a shot. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to have white wine. I could do, I can drink. I have a, it's very funny because I have a, my demon is white wine. Like I can drink one white wine and be wasted. Five vodkas, totally fine. Interesting. Isn't one one glass. Yeah. Not one oh, bottle. No, it's no, I mean I will drink the bottle, but But the one glass The will one get glass there. gets my voice higher, which is already high enough and annoying. It is my devil. It's the thing that I should not drink that I enjoy the most. You know, that's something interesting you just said there. This is your fourth podcast now, so we're kind of getting into the groove here, and things are feeling a little, little groovy, a little juicy. Ooh, ooh. I'm liking it. Make and it you still hate the sound of your own voice. I know. I know, Art. It's just so crazy. <laughs> I'm, that's, I can make up voices in my head. I don't do impressions, Art. Neither do I. I know, clearly. My impression of you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. I have enough of those on YouTube, random people making fun of you. Which no I, way. Yeah, I love it, though. I don't mind. I'm, like, in on the joke, people. If you want to make fun of me. Hold on. Ask me to help you. I will help you make fun of me. I'm in on it. I'm good. In general, I'm very unbothered by most things. I will tell you something that I enjoy thoroughly is um, this YouTube channel, Bart Baker. He does parodies of everyone and they're horribly mean and hilarious like i can't tell you you have to go and watch the miley, the miley Mi- cyrus wrecking ball yeah bart baker i mean he's not my friend or anything i tweeted him once if i could be in one and he tweeted me back so i feel like we're friends but <laughs> it's freaking hilarious i'm gonna go look this up. i'm gonna pull this up and we'll play this a little bit later on in the show so did you hear that andy cohen stepped down as the bravo exec this is a big deal i know this is a huge deal. i mean andy cohen is he's almost like steve jobs dying from no. apple yeah. it's, oh it's yeah but he's thing. not dying he's not he's actually not dead, dying but it's the same type of no separation. It, is big, it is big deal he's gonna start his own production company and he's gonna he's not vp of talent anymore the only thing he's going to handle is watch what happens live and us Bitchy housewives. That's was it. Was it creepy having his parents, like his dad, talking about how he was into you and stuff? No, you know what? I'm I'm like so flirtatious with like older men that I would never. As long as they're unattainable, I will flirt with them. As long right. as the wife doesn't care, and that's fine because it's safe. Right. And so he's been so lovely to me, and I just his parents are great, so it doesn't bother me at all. And Evelyn's I love these great. guys' parents behind a bar. It's so righteous. <laughs> and he didn't feed them, and they, they were like, "We're drunk and, and we're hungry." He, he knows good TV, and whatever he is on to next, it's because he knows it's better than what he was doing before. He's <laughs> he's excited. He's grooving. Yeah, yeah, he's smarter than the rest of us for sure. He knows exactly what he's doing. I wish him all the best, and we got to get him on this show. Yeah, no, for point. sure. Like, we will. I'm going to, I'll blackmail him some way, you know, housewives kind of way. The show is just all about blackmail. <laughs> Everyone. I'm going to blackmail you to take that shirt off at oh, some boy. point. <laughs> I'm going to blackmail you to do the windows. Huh. <laughs> all right. Well, this is going to be a fun, fun show today. We have Adrian Janik Brutzman and she's gorgeous. Are we she is so I know, hot. I know. Oh my God. It's annoying. And she, you know, I, I looked her up. She is so much younger looking than she is. I know. I, I'm t- and she's never done a thing to her skin like she's no botox no filler she's an all natural girl but that's she's nice. half mexican so that's where she gets so it. it's mine oh yeah see yes. she's gonna be young forever i just uh, want to make a podcast yeah <laughs> i just want to make a million dollars art oh. can you do that for me we're gonna do it together all right let's make it happen and then we're gonna go buy hermes yeah if i make a million dollars i promise you i'm not gonna spend it on hermes even though i think it's amazing to have it i'm gonna get a house Oh, you have a children to put through college and a house to... Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Be responsible. I will, but I mean, if I had excess money and it was just like, obviously, Christine did, I will buy every Birkin on the planet. You know, if I ever got to that point, I would go stand out on the corner and just pass out $20 bills just to see people's reactions on a 7-Eleven. People yeah. are always outside the 7-Eleven asking for money. What if somebody was at the 7-Eleven just handing out money? 
You know, do you get, I'm a gift. I am not going to lie to you. When I see somebody that is asking for money, I, I read those signs and if they make any sense or even if their hands look just not like, like they just overworked, I'm a money giver. I vibe it out, honestly. And I give probably just as much as I don't give. It just depends on the person. If and, they look like they could go and get a job and they're perfectly it, fine, you don't want to give. I don't know. I can read people pretty well. It's something that I've always been able to do. And if I feel like this is a person that is a good person and not about to just go and take this money and do something that will result in something bad with it, I won't give it to them and I'll just ignore them. But if it's if somebody that's, you know, if they're very genuine and they right. please and thank you and God bless and thank you so much, I will give them. And I will give. I actually give well. I, I, I do I too. Really, I get more out of giving than I do out of getting. I get a lot out of both, but I will say when a guy is honest and standing on the corner and he looks a wreck and he's like, I need $2 for a beer. I love that. And I give him $2. I'm like, go get a beer. If that's, if that's what's going to make you happy because your life, you know, is no shoes on and he's miserable and he was able to write that sign. Listen, and one beer, go have a beer. Like, Especially if they're older as well. I know. You know, if they're veterans, if they're kids, if no, they're 21, yeah. 22, go no. get a job. But I, for the older guys that clearly maybe have suffered something in their life, absolutely. Yeah. They're just trying to get I'm a sucker. I really am. It is what it is. Even for my, my kids can talk me into anything. Can we play this Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball thing yeah, before, can we go, we? before we go out? Yes. Let's do never, it. This oh is, my God, it's amazing. I'm, I'm a virgin for this. <laughs> never seen it. You're going to get addicted to him. He's scared. He's got the crazy money. I'm basically a You gotta post a link to this. I, I, I will. I don't know how to post a link because I'm not that savvy, but you can help me out. All of his, he does Taylor Swift. They're freaking hilarious. He's got that crazy Miley look in his eyes. No, but like when down. you see the Taylor Swift one, the Justin Bieber one, they're they're genius. Yeah, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> that guy is hilarious. I'm not joking. You have to watch the Taylor Swift one and He's the Justin so over the top. But he, and the Robin Thicke one, they're all like great. This condom looks delish. Ew, yeah. I know what brand. <laughs> we got a show to do here, and I think you should get to your guests. All right. It's just we're having so much fun. Uh, Adrian is coming in, right? Uh, I get get in here, lady. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will return in a minute. You've probably tried Hulu.com. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere. Watch thousands of hit shows and movies in your living room or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. With Hulu Plus, you can watch your favorite TV shows like New Girl, Once Upon a Time, Dancing with the Stars, and Scandal. Watch every episode of shows like The Good Wife, Law & Order, Desperate Housewives, and Grey's Anatomy. You can also check out exclusive content including Hulu originals like The Wrong Mans and Behind the Mask. Hulu's new docuseries that takes you inside the world of sports.
sports mascots. You can also get access to a collection of ad-free movies and kids content. For only $7.99 a month, catch up on current shows, binge on old favorites, or catch a great movie. Stream as many movies and TV shows as you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's a special offer for my new listeners. Make sure you use HuluPlus.com slash Brandy so you get the extended free trial and they know who sent you. Go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy right now for your extended two-week trial. Hey, Dr. Drew, there's yeah, a man. new Mike and Dr. Drew podcast. There is. I mean, yeah, you were there. That was a good one. But it's a great one. It's, yeah, a, it's it not a good one. It's a great one. It is a great one. It's greatest American. The greatest American. One of the worst Americans. The worst American, yeah. Uh, the best Japanese game show ever. The most unbelievable Japanese game show ever. Truly. I had to watch You it. won't believe it. Yeah. And, and then uh, we solved the world's problems. You went down that road. I went down that road. Tried to solve I, went down, I took some bold steps. And a guy who F's rafts and pumpkins. Yeah. Sounds like a hell of a podcast. That's all there for you at Podcast One, the Mikey and Dr. Dr. Drew Show. You're listening to Brandy Glanville, unfiltered. Unfiltered. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered here on Podcast One. I am laughing as I'm speaking because I'm here with one of my best friends in the world, Adrian Janik Brutzman, better known as AJ, or the prettiest nerd in the world. Yes, How I are am. you? Good, good. Yes, I'm very geeky. I'm your geeky friend. Um, but I'm so excited to be here. I'm so proud of you. You have no idea. Like Seriously, <laughs> this is a big accomplishment. I feel like I'm sitting here and like and we're not grown up yet. Like we're playing with radio microphones and stupid shit. Yeah, or or us twenty years ago when we first met and we're just these giddy little teenagers. Oh my gosh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, twenty years. So okay, we have a few Twitter questions. Yes. First, I'm going to ask you these, and then we'll go into a little more about everything that you have going on. Okay, just to get these out of the way. Got it. All right. So these are Twitter questions from people on your Twitter. It's um at Snarky Mommy. To AC, I have no idea what that means. She wants to know how we met, what your first impression of me was, and how has it changed at this point? Okay, well, we met in Tokyo, Japan, and I'm <laughs> waiting, you're waiting. You know, my first impression of you, I have to say, I was very intimidated because it was, I get into the van because in Japan, they have this model's vehicle where they pick us up, they take us to our castings, and they speak for us, basically. So when I got into this van, it's you and Emma. Right. Who were besties. Besties. We weren't that nice to you. You can be honest. In the very beginning. You were a little standoffish, so that made me a little more intimidated. But then you guys were the runway girls. So I'm not a runway girl. So here you guys are. You're the these, pretty one. <laughs> the glam. No, you guys are the glamazons. These, you know, 5'10", and you oh. have all the shows. And I'm thinking, oh, gosh, they're really cool. I kind of felt like the geek. You you are you are a geek. Don't get me wrong. You're the most beautiful geek I've ever seen. But you got on, and you're all things pretty. We were kind of bitchy, but you were walking around with, like, weights in your hands. And extra. we were sat, like, 17. Not for casting. No, no. Like, on your time off. Like, walking the hills. Yeah, I would weights. work out. I, I was all... I'm still about fitness. But, yeah, while you, you guys are. were out partying, I'm, like, aerobicizing in the streets of Japan in the parks. <laughs> it was... We had quite the time there, I will say. But... Once Emma left, actually, you and I became friend, really close friends, and I got you to party a little bit. Yeah, I went out. There was with Lexington Queen. Yes. The, the all-famous Lexington Queen. But you know what? I Like I said, I really admired you and Emma because, to me, you guys were like the cool girls in school, and I was the nerd, which I still am. But I, my impression of you was just stunning and very intimidating. I will agree with you. <laughs> 
like, okay, yes, I was a popular girl. Well, let me tell you. I remember you, you kind of came in when Emma and I had already formed this little, like, best friend. We're talking about my, our, one of my best friends, Emma Hemming. She's married to Bruce Willis now. She's very famous and fancy. Yes. Um, so we had already formed this friendship. And then you came in, like, this beautiful, gorgeous chick. And Emma and I were runway girls. Not to say that Emma's not gorgeous, but the print girls were, like, the girls with, like, Vogue covers in their books. And then we're sitting there with, like, test shots. So it's a, a little bit of a different animal. So, so anyway, moving on. But we did, I was very, the guitar shot that you had in your book at that time is still my favorite picture of you of all time. Which I have on Twitter. It's a, it's a black and white picture of me, um, that I posted on Twitter and it's, I'm, I have, I'm straddling a guitar basically and there's a black cat walking down behind me. It's definitely one of my favorite shots. It's probably my first modeling shot. I was what, 17 in that photo? Well, you look exactly the same. I'm not joking. You look exactly the same and I don't, I will not out your age, but the, you've never even done Botox, which I find, it just baffles my mind. You're perfect, and you don't do shit. Like you do lasers. I do. I, I'm not saying I'm not, I don't do anything. I do you don't lasers. Do anything. You don't do any needles or anything fake. Well, I'm half Latin. I know it's so <laughs> annoying. I need to get some Latin up in here. Yeah. But yeah, I will say that we did bond over rice balls in Tokyo. We, that we, was our yes. bonding moment. Like these fried rice balls with cheese inside. With yeah, they're arancini or something, but giant rice arancinis with. Oh, they were like. Four dollars. Only thing we could afford. Only, yeah, because Japan yeah. was so expensive. Yeah, it sucks. But ever since <laughs> the rice balls, we have been BFFs ever since. Yes. And then I ran into her in Milan. Do you? Can I out your tattoo? I, I think I have been to. Laser. <laughs> Don't. It's been lasered off, people. Okay. I, I have to tell them. She had a tattoo <laughs> of a cougar on her ankle, and she was like seventeen. And. Uh, I mean, now clearly we have 19. a new term called cougar. I was ahead of my time. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, and I, when we reconnected, I'm like, do you still have that tattoo? Because it might not be that hot anymore. But you no. took it off. I, I had it lasered off because at the time I thought, cool, I'm going to get my astrological sign because I'm a Leo. I'm, I love cats. And <laughs> it just wasn't cool. I'm a nerd, so yeah. it didn't work for me. So it's been lasered off, and yeah, the, no more cougar. If, even though I can be a cougar now if I wasn't married. I mean, you can Whoa. look up my age. I mean, it's no secret. I'm like 40s on the horizon. Shut up. Ah, don't say the F word. I don't like it. Um, no, seriously, though. No, you're ink-free at this point. I'm ink-free at this point, yes. Thank God. People are just going crazy with all these tattoos, and it's killing me. So, I, I mean, I get it if something meaningful happens in your life, but to just keep getting this shit, it drives me nuts. Okay, so we're going back to another Twitter question. Che, che and only Che. How the hell do you women wax? Please share waxing tips. She almost killed herself for trying to wax. What? what? Maybe she <laughs> almost burned her badge. I mean, mm. waxing Ooh. yourself, that's very difficult. And I have learned the hard way. So, I've never been able to do that. I've never even tried. See, I used to wax and I was just so over it that I went to la- see lasers. My best friend. I love the laser. I got laser hair removal. I laser my face. The laser is not wait, for you, hair. Wait, I was going to say you laser. Wait, no. you're growing a beard or you're in the circus on the side. No, no. Lasered my face for, for fine lines and wrinkles and age spots, but <laughs> hair on, I just, I just couldn't take it. And my bikini too. I just could not take it. So. Ditch the wax, go for the laser. That's but my wait, tip. So I still wax. I'm not going to lie to you. I just don't do it myself. I have somebody else do it. But doesn't it take a lot of time to get laser hair removal? 
You know what? For me, for my bikini, it took three sessions, but each time the hair started growing back, it was finer and finer till literally it looks like hair never even grew there at all. It's the greatest thing ever invented. So do you like bend over in the mirror to check and make sure it's not growing back? Well, you can feel it. <laughs> it's smooth. All right. All right. Well, all right, we'll move on. I, I, there's a lot of vagina today in the vagina heard. monologues. Okay. Or podologues. Vagina podologues. The vag pod. Yes. What's the craziest thing you two did back in your modeling days in Japan or Europe? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I was that crazy. You, you weren't. I was. Definitely. I mean, I remember a few times in Japan when we, I was go, started going out to the clubs with you. We were out there. We would come back home, what, at five in the morning? Yeah, we would go to Lexington. Then we would go to the breakfast club where everyone was. I made out with a lot of very cute men that didn't speak English. Remember, do, oh, do you remember Silver? I, I had remember so a the French full, guy. I had a full on relationship with a man that only speak French, only spoke French and I only spoke English. I don't know how you guys even communicated well. I mean. Yes, it was the language of love. Yeah. Seriously, like we, we had, we were in love. <laughs> Probably because we couldn't understand each other. It was really cute. I remember him. He was very cute. He's still, he, uh, honestly, he hit me up on Facebook not that long ago. Really? He is beautiful. He's aged like a fine wine. Yeah, some guys just get better and better with age. I remember him. He was hot. I was like, do you speak English yet? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please tell me. You live in California and you can actually now speak. Yeah, you can, you can uh, communicate. Oh, he was a babe. All right, so back to Twitter questions. She wants somebody's skinny president wants more taco night recipes. Hmm. Yeah, because you are like famous for Taco Tuesdays. I have to say, you are an amazing cook. I know... A lot of people ask, and you know, either you bring it up or they ask me. Brandy is an amazing cook. Your Taco Tuesdays <laughs> are were amazing. I remember we, I would go to your house, and um, I would have Jakey on my hip, yes, yes. stirring, and I had Mason in the crib. I remember you left time. me in charge of the tortillas once, and I almost burned them. <laughs> I'm the half Mexican one here, and I almost burned the tortillas. Well, I mean, you do a really you grocery shop really well at Whole Foods for all of the pre, what do you call it, prepared meals. Yes, that's me. I'm just not a cook. But you're beautiful, so it doesn't matter. You don't have to. Um, okay, Lori Buck, Lori Buck Major, who, oh, she's been on my Lori. Twitter forever, and yes. we, she came out and we met her. Yes, we love Lori. I love you, Lori. Hi, Lori, we miss you. Um, she wants to know, how did we begin our careers? And on a scale of one to ten, how hungry are we daily? <laughs> She is a funny little twerk. She is. She, twerk. I don't know what that means. She's twerking on Twitter. No, it's a twerp. I don't She's know. a funny lady. I have to say, Lori yeah. is awesome. I, I enjoy her tweets. But yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being hungry, how hungry are we on a daily basis? I'm a, I'm always hungry and I'm always eating. So I'm, here. I'm a big fat 10 on both levels. Yeah, I don't eat three meals a day. I eat small meals throughout the day, which I think is better just kind of... Yeah, you and I aren't diet. Like we've never no, been we dieters. Never, we don't diet. We, we like creamy balls. We like creamy balls, which is don't even gnocchi <laughs> stuffed with gorgonzola cheese and a gorgonzola oh. cream sauce. Yeah, I'm salivating. I'm getting now. turned on. Rice balls, anything balls we like. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we should we should just call this the the. I, this is just everything sexual with me, which you it kind of is. One of my ex boyfriends told me you sexualize everything. I'm like, well, duh. I mean, what's wrong Whoa. with that? Like, is that a bad thing? 
Um, let's talk a little pop culture and then we'll, I want to hear about everything you have going on as well because you are fancy and you're a television host, a model, a movie producer, a mother, a friend. Oh my gosh, you make me sound so, so fabulous. Well, you are fabulous, but let's get into a little bit of pop culture. Okay. Okay. So did you see Miley Cyrus lighten up a joint on stage? I did. And your thoughts on that? I just think. She's a wrecking ball. You know, it's one thing to get attention. I don't know. She's. I know she wants to break away from the Disney, you know, image that she has. She's done it. It's like we get it. You, you're not the Disney, my, you know, Hannah Montana. Yeah, Hannah Montana is smoking pot. Mommy, why is Hannah Montana smoking pot? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like it's almost like she's trying too hard. Like she doesn't have to. I think she's talented. I have to say her latest album is really good. I agree with you. I think she's a great talent. I think she's going through something though right now, and it scares me a little bit because I feel like she's losing a sense of herself. She's way too thin, if you ask me, and doing things. Just to be a rebel. Or for shock value. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't think she has to do it. That's the thing. Because she has talent. And I I think she's a very talented girl that that was just... She's just trying to say, fuck you, Disney. Yeah, it looks (laughs) a little desperate. I don't don't think she needs to do that. Yeah, but I understand liking pot. I used to like it as well when I was her age. So I understand that. But like, not on a national stage or an international stage, really. Yeah, I even mean, though it's legal there, but it's still it's legal I mean, here. You can do it. You like? We can. You want to light up? It's like medical marijuana. We could have some. Yeah. Let's see. Hey, homie in the window. Do you got some pot? Okay. I remember when you used oh, to smoke. Sage. I mean, it's medical. Clearly, I know. I know. No, it was cloves. Cloves. I was sage. Cloves. That's right. I was. It just. It smelled like pumpkin pie. I know. I thought it was super cool. I smoked hash for a second too when, in Japan. Yeah, Milan. Yeah, yeah, that was really. It makes your nostrils gray. Like when you blow your nose, it's like black inside. It's really attractive. Okay, back to pop culture. There is a rumor out there that Katie Holmes and Nicole Kidman are new BFFs. Tom really? Cruise's ex-wives. I wonder what they're talking about. Maybe now Katie Scientology feels that now she can actually have friends because remember when she first married Tom? It's like she was this. You know, she was. She looked alive, and then towards the middle of their marriage, she just looked like a zombie. Yeah, she like, turned into like a robot. It was scary. She just looked like she didn't shower for weeks, and she <laughs> just had this blank stare in her eyes. And now she's like, she's reborn and just you know her beautiful self again. But yeah, I wonder if she's just well, has somebody to talk to and vent to. I think you know what I think they're doing. I think they're talking about all things Tom and Scientology that they can't actually say to anyone else because they're scared the Scientologists will come and get them in their sleep. I'm scared for Lee Remini. I'm scared of Scientology in general. Can you imagine? Yeah, but it's just weird that you know if it's a religion, you shouldn't be scared of it. I'm that scared. Way. Well, I, mean, I don't like what is it? I, my religion is that uh, Tom Cruise is king, and so is John Travolta. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't. So are the aliens? I mean, I'm not knocking. Sci- I guess I am. I'm knocking Scientology. I think it's bullshit. Vanity Fair is, um, there's an article out right now about these huge stars that are deciding not to participate in social media. Which include George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Kristen, well, Kristen Stewart wrote, Twitter fucks me over every day of my life. <laughs> no, honey, that's yourself. But anyway, we'll get back to that. Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, Chris Helmsworth, Bruce Willis, who we love. He, he's got too many kids to be on Twitter anyway. Yeah. Um, Jennifer, what is, what's her last name? Jennifer the Pretty One. Jennifer Lawrence, Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie. Listen, I think it's great that they're not on social media because it, Leave some sort of mystery about them. 
Yeah, and it also kind of takes us back to the old days of Hollywood yeah. where you didn't know much about celebrities at all, that you know, you would see them at premieres, you would see these beautiful pictures of them, and that was it. They right. were kind of like these mysterious beings. And now it's, it's you know, we know when people are going shopping, what they're going doing, to the bathroom. when they took a crap. It's like, who cares? I know. I'm, I'm such a hypocrite, and so are you, because we're yeah. Twitter whores. But George Clooney, especially, he was dating Stacey Keebler, and I'm telling you, she was all over my Twitter. I was following her. So that's kind of funny in itself that he would say that and is dating these girls that do Twitter. Exactly. But anyway, that's... But it's like to each their own. I mean, you could, you know, you could use it for positive reasons, like promote shows, promote movies. Some people take it, you know, to the extreme, and, like <laughs> literally tweet everything they do. Or, like me. Or say, oh, I'm happy about this. And it's it, hard. It's hard not... It is ruining our lives, social media. It absolutely is. It's, we're, it's, it's censoring us. I think people are so afraid to be themselves now. They go on these talk shows and they're afraid of what everyone else is going to think and their Twitter backlash. So they're like yeah. androids, robots, and like say everything right. Say everything that's perfect. Anyway, you need to tell me about what you have going on. Well, I have a new show. It's a celebrity fitness show called Fit, Famous, and Fabulous. Whoop, whoop. And um, it, it's going to premiere on the Varia Living Network, which is a it's a network that's health and holistic and organic and natural based. So this celebrity show that I'm doing, I'm basically hanging out with celebrities for the day. They're trainers. I work out with them, find out their secrets to being fit and fabulous. Um, you are a guest on my show. We had fun. We, we spent the day at a spa. I said, just don't make me exercise and I'll come on. Yeah, I know that, that was Brandy. She's like, I'll be your guest, but just don't make me work out. <laughs> uh, but I did work out. Uh, Antonio Sabato Jr. was a guest of mine. Ladies, he takes off his shirt within the first three minutes of the segment. Well, clearly I'm already watching. Yeah, and so, I mean, it was fun. It worked out with Kendra Wilkinson. She was a lot of fun. We did an NFL workout. Uh, we also do cooking. I cooked with Rocco Despirito. He oh, I made, bet he was hitting on you the whole time. You no, know, he was very nice. He made a really delicious meal. That was not the question. But anyway, okay, tell <laughs> us about the party. But no, tell really, us about the movie you just produced because I went to it and it was amazing. And I suggest that everyone go see it if they can. Oh, okay, this uh, movie I produced. It's a documentary called Mondays with William, and it's about a homeless guy who is artistically talented. I mean, this guy is talented beyond belief. But he's also schizophrenic and he's homeless, so he's mm-hmm. discovered by a French art dealer who decides to give him a chance. And, and it's such a heartwarming, heartfelt is. story. The, we told the story as truthfully as we can, and uh, we hope that people go see the film. We're going to start doing film festivals. Uh, the night of the premiere, he sold 10 paintings because we had an art show afterwards. I was there. I was so, I mean, he wouldn't let me go near him, but I was, yeah. I was very excited for him. Yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're very honest about, you know, him being homeless and his disease, you know, being mentally ill. So we actually show it in a very real Yes, form. no, I was affected. I laughed. I cried. Anyway, but will Adrian, will you come back and hang out with me and talk about everybody and Twitter and Twitter and Facebook and blah, blah? I would love to because you know I don't shut up. I'm just a talker. <laughs> so am I. All right. We'll be right back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered on Podcast One. Brandy Glanville Unfiltered will be back in a minute. Kathy Lee and Company. I'm sitting here in my little podcast theater, right here in my studio in my house in Connecticut. And guess who's sitting here? But not just sitting here on my podcast, but at the piano. It's Neil Sinatra. Sinatra. (laughs) I have Neil 
Sinatra. Yes. Oh, Sadaka. <laughs> I have Kathy Lee Gifford. We've been oh, friends my. for years. Actually, it's years. Kelly Ripper. Good to meet you. Oh, so <laughs> nice to meet you. Leave us with a song, my friend. Working on a groovy thing, baby. Working no, that was yours. Groovy thing. I should know it's so you. Download a brand new episode next Wednesday at podcastone.com. Welcome back to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered here on Podcast One. I am sitting here with Big Siege, the chef, CJ Jacobson, but well-known, not best-known, but well-known for being on Top Chef two times. And he has a new restaurant here in Studio City. Yep. And it's Gerasol. Yes, it is. It's not, it almost sounds like Ger... That, what's that stuff you take to make Geritol, your... Geritol, I know. I've definitely <laughs> gone down the road of like trying to steer away from that. Can we say Gerasol? Should we like sexy you can say, it up? You can say Hirasol. You can, I mean, just as long as you know the address. What? Okay, yes. What kind of food are you cooking over there? Okay. Um, this will probably be my most serious sentence. <laughs> we are very California cuisine, which means you know I go to the market three times a week, the farmer's market, usually Santa Monica. But um, we're also very interested in, ta- in, in, in just having flavors that taste of what California really is. And we live in a desert. It's not all, all like giant cantaloupes and like uh, cherry, you know, heirloom tomatoes. There's we, we have crystal these, meth. Yeah, so you have crystal meth yeah, salad. Yes, yeah, so we have crystal meth and right. uh, lots of blow and like, <laughs> we have like a fake nose. Like yeah, it's amazing. It, it sounds um, good. But we also what I'm saying is we go up like and we forage up in the hills and we get stuff that like wild herbs that actually do. Give some nuances to what California really tastes like. So when I think California, Ooh, I got through that. <laughs> I know, no, I understand. It's hard to get technical when we're having fun. Yes, but yes. when I think California cuisine, I remember when it changed over to California cuisine and the portions became super tiny. Yeah, Is maybe the same. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I think the biggest. Uh, it's like the whole farm to table thing because we have such a long growing season here. You know, we can always get shit like year round. Right. And um, it's not our fault that like we are that awesome, you know. It's just, like, <laughs> of course, our, of course, we're gonna have great tomatoes for a long time and like melons and. Right. What about yeah. truffles? I hear you. They're so expensive. Okay. By the way, I feel like truffle is super overused. They're like with a hint of truffle. Everything's truffle. Every fucking every fucking <laughs> thing has truffles in it. Well, truffle oil can just suck a bag of dicks. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. Ridiculous. But um. But real truffles are pretty gangster, and like they should be used like in the right place, like. When things are like rich and beautiful, like truffle takes to the next level. Like and me? you know, they don't really grow here. They grow some grow and you're like, listening you know, to like, Brandy like, Glanville. Like Northwest, unfiltered, but most of the best ones grow in France and Italy. Yes, I I just read about truffles and they made me mad just because of the situation, how hard they are to get and how expensive they are and that is why they're so expensive. I just feel like they're over they're they're the whores of menus. Right. Well yeah, they there's yeah, there's lots of whore sort of ingredients <laughs> on menus, I think. What else is a whore of a menu? Um a big whore, like the worst whore is like Chilean sea bass because it's like it's a sad dying fish and doesn't like it's losing mm. friends every day. Like, mm. I, I prefer Dover Soul. Dover Soul's dope, yeah. yeah it's it's fairly bad. sustainable. Um, huh. Lobster's actually very sustainable. It's not a whore. It's kind of a whore. Surf it's a whore, turf. Like, it's a whore like, hey, look, come look at me. Like, right. I'm this thing. But the reality is like, it's they've been pretty smart with the fisheries. It says market price and then you know it's a fancy whore. Then it's like 90 bucks. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about your experience on Top Chef. You've been on it twice. And I love this show, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, it's totally hard. <laughs> it uh, looks it's, it's poor. not that easy. Like you don't have like, we don't get like a, uh, we don't get a challenge and you're like, all right, you got like... 
three hours to go hang out. Like, no, you're just going right away. It's and nuts. it's timed. I feel to like an aggravating extent. Like, I'm super creative, and like, I found out how creative I was really on the show the first time, and it was very rewarding. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can just come up with shit out of nowhere. But then, like, you know, then you then you get with the challenge. You're like, oh my god, it's not coming to me, and you start to freak out. Right. You know? I feel like it kills the creativity in a way because when I cook, I don't know what I'm making, and it takes me hours to figure it out. And I can't imagine being given a timer and a task and agree. I would, I would probably hurt myself. I mean, well, yeah, a lot of people do. Are there any suicides? Or they start crying and just make asses of themselves, or whatever the hell it is. Um, but I mean, I don't know. You start down a path like, all right, you have like this ingredient, and then like, all right, I'm just going to start making this, and then I'll have these other things enough to fall into place, and you just have to use your mind to kind of get there. It's strange. I don't really know how we do it, but, but it's do. totally fun. I mean, a lot of people like want to talk all this shit that have been on it or whatever, and like say, oh, this is bullshit. I'm like, for me, like this whole set and all this stuff is here for you. Like, how stoked are you? Like, this is even here. Like, this is awesome. We get and to it- be a part of like this awesome show right with all this stuff all these challenges like they spend months and months on making awesome and making them difficult and like i just celebrate that like to me it's awesome it's great plus i think it's a great platform you now you have your own restaurant and to have that in your title even though obviously you're a culinary genius but to have top chef there it, people want to go and kind of see the celebrity a little bit of it do you find that being part of it yeah i mean i give like pictures like every night you know like, like <laughs> three or four last night and, like it's totally flattering you yeah, know it is um for me now, I mean, I, I was on top. I was on Top Chef, but I I love to cook so much. Like it really is like my passion. So now I'm more all about being in the kitchen and being there. Of course, I'll you know always come out and like give high fives and like you know kissing kiss, babies, kiss babies and, yeah, and like, whatever it is. Wait, I have a question. So tell me about boobs. the ju- <laughs> Tell me about the judges. It's never happened. If you're out there and need your boobs, I'm please, he please. He needs you to bring a sharpie. Son. I have sharpies. <laughs> I'll, you just bring the boobs. It's bring fine. the boobs. So wait, tell me, do so Padma, Gail, and Tom. Yes. Do you know them personally? No, not really. No. I mean, I know them enough because I've seen them so many times, and I feel right. like I know Tom just from, like, because he's such a he's straight... He's here. He's a straight shooter. Yeah. And um, he's not... You know, what you see is what you get with him, and he's just a solid guy. He's right. cool. Padma, um, I've seen her just as much as Tom, and I don't know her at all, so... So is, do you think that all the judges get along with one another? I don't know. Because I've heard that they don't. Um, I'm just letting you know that I have a little gossip. They all hate each other. <laughs> they all do. Not all of them, but there is a, there is a little drama there. For I'm sure. sure there might be some drama. Like I don't know. Like th- sometimes Tom responds to Padma differently here and there. And yeah, I, I don't think that they're the best. I kind of even like I, I would love just to totally throw out a bunch of shit, but I don't totally know. And like there's a part of me that just kind of wants to respect it so much that I don't even let my mind go there. No, know? I mean mine's all gossip, but you know <laughs> I'm happy to sit here and repeat it. I right. hear that Padma and Tom hate each other. I That's could, just. That, that, what I hear. <laughs> I, I I could believe it, I suppose. I mean... Okay. I'm not I'm totally putting you on the spot. So, yeah. Also, did you hook up with anyone on the show? Because I feel like when you're in small quarters with all those people, people tend to, you know, one in Rome and... Right. That totally makes sense. I mean, like, you just want to just... I mean, for me, <laughs> like, I can't imagine, like, not having sex, like, in a week. Right. You know, like, I'd freak out. And, like, there you're there for, like, five or six weeks. And my personal it has happened it never happened with me oh shoot i don't know how i don't know what what happens no it was weird i don't know where my mind went like i don't know how i even got to that place sometimes i wish i could go back to that place of like not having to have sex all the time but you were focused you were focused on you were in the moment you were in the the game really no oh man that sucks I mean, I, I mean know, you're I know. saying that it, it that's may, how in into it you were, is it, you were not even thinking about sex at all. Right. I mean, it makes sense to me that it's weird that I didn't, and I don't know how it even happened, but it did, and it's it's an anomaly. 
But do you find, so I find the more I have sex, the more I want it. Yeah, because that's like... But then when you go without it for a little while, I'm kind of like, I'm okay. I think that's what it is. Like the first three or four days, you're kind of like, why am I not sexual? And then like, I just wasn't sexual and it was fine. Yeah. I've never gone like a longer period of time aside from Top Chef. That <laughs> <laughs> no, I always I don't, I don't, I don't really know what me. you're talking about, but I can, like <laughs> I've heard of people talk about this before. Right now, you used to be a professional volleyball player. You're very tall. I am very tall. How tall are you? I'm six eight. Oh shit. Yeah. So does the bottom half match the height? Um, I mean, I'm all in proportion. What I've been told. Okay. <laughs> I just like to keep people. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But and, like as a tall guy, I hear this shit. I hear this conversation way too often. I mean, right, I'm like, sure. whoa, hey, I bet he's got a big dick or whatever. Um, and you know, like I guess there was a part of me like, am I okay? And, like, <laughs> like, like, like top girls with intimate moments, like everything's how was everything? Like, oh yeah, whatever. I, I'm, yeah. I'm sure. Like if you. If no one's told you you're not okay, then you're okay. Right. Yeah, if you get in a fight with a girl, an ex-girlfriend, and she's like, and by the way, that's the first thing they say if you're right. not okay. It's never, yeah. Right. So it's I think you're good. It's always like, I'm going to miss the sex or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, so you're good. You're no, definitely fine, yeah. good. Now, do you have a partner in the restaurant? Uh, I am. I'm the executive chef. There's an owner, and I am the executive chef, and we have a GM, but um, I do not have a partner, no. So when am I getting to eat there? I'm there every day. Oh, you're there. So you are there personally every single day. Well, I try. I take Mondays off. Oh, that's so good. I'm not there every day. So right. where, and where if do you're you gonna live? You're going to come on a Monday. I'd go in and say, oh. give a high five and. A high five and inside my boobs. Yeah, that's, exactly. <laughs> and again, don't bring your own sharpie. I'd find fine. We have to label a lot of shit. Do you have a pink sharpie? That's my favorite. I don't. Well, I'll go invest in one. So, what are you? Are you going to write a book? What do you? I mean, like, I want to. What's next for me? Yeah, is, I want to. I want this restaurant to be great, and it's it's you know an ongoing. It's never done. It's so much work all the time. Right. Well, restaurant businesses are fickle, especially in this town. I mean, as you know. So, are you worried about that aspect of it? Um, I am and I'm not. I think what we're doing with, we're being really honest with our food. We're not really gimmicky at all. We're, we're using a forager and really going out there and like trying to say something that's authentic and smart. And I think that needs to be said, like what, what California really, really tastes like. What's your favorite dish on your menu? Um, right now my favorite dish is we make a hamachi that we, um. That's yellowtail, correct? Yellowtail tuna. Very Ooh, well. Wow. I was trying to throw a Japanese curveball at you. <laughs> Why does it have to be Japanese? Uh, or whatever. I'm um, kidding. All right. So, yeah, that we dice it up and we uh, just quickly marinate it with salt and a little bit of olive oil and we put it into a really cold bowl and uh, garnish it with sea beans and finger lime. Finger limes are, limes look like your fingers and like when you press them, the, the cells come out like caviar. It's really cool. Oh, nice. And then the sauce is made with wild forged sorrel and... Um, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. Well, this is, is going to be new in your arsenal. <laughs> yes. And also a white fir, which is like a Douglas fir, the actual pine tree. We I use it in meals. And we puree it with a little bit of... Uh, of uh, whey and some uh, citrus, and it's freaking delicious. It, sound, it sounds good. I don't know about the unique. pine needles, but I'm, I'm going to try it. It tastes like sure. tangerine. Oh, good. Then I'll definitely like it. So on, we have to go because he's telling, counting me down. On the last note, I re- just remembered my other menu whore. Okay. Cilantro. You don't like cilantro? I don't mind a hint it's of it. It's not a whore. It's just a not It's a whore. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I can have a little bit of it, like a hint of cilantro, but when you murder something with cilantro, I can't eat it. Right. Well, I mean, cilantro is one thing that people genetically do not like or like. So right. That's true. It's okay. You, right. can, you can hate that whore. I, I don't hate it. I just want a little bit of it. All right. All right. Well, it was so good to see you, Big Siege. Nice meeting you, too. And will you come back and see me? I'd love to. All right. And I'll see you in your restaurant, like, not Monday, but Tuesday. Sounds good. All right. Thank you. No sharpie. This is Brandy Glanville saying bye-bye, people. See you soon.
Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download a brand new episode next Tuesday at podcastone.com. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphones or tablet, shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now, you can try Hulu Plus for free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. That's HuluPlus.com slash Brandy. Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. Pope Francis is in the heart of Mexico's drug trafficking region to say mass for cheering Mexican priests, nuns, and seminarians. AP's Nicole Winfield reports from Mexico City. He's celebrating mass for Mexican clergy and nuns, and he's expected to give words of encouragement as they try to minister to a people who have really been tormented by this gang warfare and violence related to the drug trade. Winfield adds that the Pope traveled to the city to show he is in sync with the local archbishop and cardinal, who has been active in bringing the church to the people. Francis's visit to Morelia is also a sign of a vote of confidence for the archbishop. Alberto Suarez Inda. Francis made him a cardinal last year, which is a strong signal of the respect that he has for him. In his homily, Francis urged the clergy to be inspired, to get out of their comfortable lives, and to fight injustice. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire.